can I do? Dad, when are we going to get there? Children and youth confined within the home or car can try the patience of parents. Join us today on Family Shield as we share ideas about what you and your children can do during the summer months as you travel, in the home, and the community. Stay tuned. You won't want to miss today's program. This is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. Now, my children uh, went on many vacations with my husband and I. We have three children, and uh, I remember several long trips, two to Florida and one to Washington, D.C., Uh, But no matter when we went on trips, we always played games and had activities. And I thought that it might be helpful for Family Shield just to focus on some activities that families can do together as they travel in the home and in the community. Uh, And so I'm going to begin with some of the travel ideas. One of the things that we played a lot was 20 questions in the car. Now, today there's boxes with that game, but we didn't have a box. We just played the game. And uh, usually we would start by asking the question, is it a person, a place, or a thing? And then we would encourage the children to ask good questions to narrow down the topics As they were very young, we had to make them easy things. Uh, But as they got a little older, they learned how to ask questions. And my children knew that I liked to sometimes put uh, characters from the Bible in the 20 questions game. So they learned really early on, as they became a little older, to ask the question, is the person alive or dead? (laughs) And then uh, maybe it was Moses. And then they would ask the question, Is it from the older New Testament? And uh, on and on. And this game can help children learn how to think strategically and how to narrow down questions. Because the worst thing you can do when you're playing 20 questions is just start saying, "Is is it Papa? Is it Uncle George? But rather to help them. And again, depending on their age, we did it a little differently. But that's that's a fun memory of playing 20 questions as we travel. Another uh, game that we did often when my children were young was bingo. And I used to create my own bingo pads as they were very young. I remember making them out of felt. And when they were very young, the bingo uh, pad might have a a tree. And if they saw a tree, then they could close or cover that bingo pad. Uh, And as they, they became older, we would put different things in them. Now today, you can just purchase those bingo games. Uh, and, and we have purchased some for our grandchildren as they travel. But uh, again, uh, just to help them look outside and see the wonderful world that God created and think about what they can play together. I uh, spent some time on Facebook this week. I have both a personal page and a Family Shield page and ask people to share some ideas of things that they did on Facebook. Vicki Boston uh, shared that she said, when my daughter was little, we had an eight-hour drive to visit parents. I'd fix a bag and inside, my daughter would open one item each hour. Some had a snack, some a little book. Once, one had coloring supplies a road game that we could play together, or even she said a note that said, take a nap. And she said her daughter loved to look forward each hour to opening another little bag, not knowing what was in it. A fun idea. 
Uh, Karen Anders shared several ideas with me. She said, my mom would have us look for things on the road that began with the letter of the alphabet, uh, A through A, B, C, D, and on and on, and then they would write them down. Um, She also shared that they would find the state license and uh, a suggestion would have for me would be to have a page with the United States map on it, maybe just an eight and a half by 11 with the names of the states because the children don't always know them. So it's a good learning experience. And then just take a pen and mark it out because little pieces of paper don't work very well when you're in a car. And it, it's again, it's a learning game as well as helping the children look at the cars and the license plates that are passing them. Now, today, of course, we have new technology. So several people said to me, just uh, get the laptop out with the 12-volt adapter and play games. We can do that. We can use the cell phone to play games, and certainly they can watch a movie. And I think that's wonderful. As my daughter and son-in-law drive across the country with our three grandchildren, being able to watch a movie is very helpful when that long drive from Texas to uh, St. Louis, Missouri happens. I want to now uh, go ahead and interview a friend of mine, Nancy Stollard. She has some additional ideas about traveling with kids. She's going to share some uh, activities and things that she has done as she has traveled with her children. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Kay. Thanks for having me on today. You're yes, so welcome. When my, when my children were little, um, of course, we did things a little differently, and that was before we really could have videos so much in the van. So um, we did a lot of different things. Um, one was that I had a little treasure box, and I would just go to deals or just little things I would pick up, and I would have a treasure box for Rebecca and Josh, so for a girl and a boy. And about every hour, I would open up the box and pass a new little toy back, and that would be exciting um, for them, just it could be anything, just something cheap, even for fifty cents, but something new kind of held their attention. And then every thirty minutes, kind of opposite of that, then I would also have a little snack box that they would pass up, just a little Tupperware with a lid. They would pass it up, and I would put five little pieces of a different kind of snack. So every thirty minutes, they were getting either a new little toy or a new little snack, and that's something they can look forward to. And that just kind of taught them the value of waiting and mm-hmm. something fun to have along the way. Great, great. Now, you did other uh, games or activities as well with your children as you traveled, both when they were young and as they got older. Tell us about that. Yes. um, The A to Z game you can use in a number of ways. Um, One is simply looking for the signs along the way, something that starts with an A or a B. Then we would go through different attributes of God or different things they thought that was cool about God. So they could, if Rebecca had A, she could say awesome, Josh could say bold, and you would just go through like that. Neat. Another fun thing to do with that is to pick one person in the family and go through A through Z with them. So if we pick Joshua first, the other people in the family would go around and say something wonderful about him. You know, mm, like awesome. what would they say? Well, he's awesome, he's bright. For F, he's very funny. Z was always zany because that's the only <laughs> word we could come up with for our family. <laughs> okay. But that's a neat way just yeah. to affirm each other and give each other a time to really share what you think about the other person because so often we don't take time to praise our family members. Sure. And that was a neat way to pass the time and to just give, you know, just kind of give a high five to everybody in the family. And as you're traveling, sometimes the children are arguing or fighting, so that's a great way to have them focus in a positive way on each other. Yes. Yes. Good. What else do you do? 
Um, when we get to our location, if it's a hotel or wherever we're staying, I like to have the kids, and this is another thing to take time on the way, just go ahead and make some little cards. They can just hand make them out of paper and markers and crayons and just for either the waitress we're going to have in the restaurant or the person that's cleaning our room or the lady at the front desk, anybody that just needs a word of encouragement oh. or somebody we thought that gave great service, then we could just have these little cards ready to go. Right. And great idea. Just make them. Yeah. And a handmade card. I mean, what adult doesn't love a handmade oh, card yeah. from a child out of crayons? <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonderful. If they're making, you know, eight or nine or ten, however long your trip is, um, you know, you, you count out how many different hotels you'll be at or whatever. And that, that again, takes some time, but it gives them something positive to do. Wonderful. It's really nice to bless the people. Great idea. And to help them remember to be thankful for people that serve them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. That is good. very good. The other thing, too, there's all kinds of, you know, instead of the Disney movies, there's all kinds of, you know, Bible stories on tape or Christian videos. So yeah. often, you know, there's the Disney movies, but if you have two and a half hours, why not do it right. Christian videos, you know? Right, so. yeah. Now, you mentioned your, your two children, Rebecca and Josh. How old are they now? They are 12. Joshua is 12, and Rebecca is 16. Ah, so now, as they're older, do you do any different type of things? Yes, well, now they can, um, obviously, you know, when they're old enough to read, we always try to read through the Bible in a year. We're pretty much on the two-year plan. So um, that gives you a lot of time in the van to catch up on different weeks that you may have fallen behind a little bit. And just different devotions. There's all kinds of things online you can print off or bring a devotion book along. We just we try not to do movies as much and just spend mm-hmm. the time talking because we find, especially during the school year, our time is so limited to actually just sit and talk and reflect on, you know, about God and what we appreciate about each other. So there's lots Neat. of devotions you can do that just open up that conversation. And do you sometimes have them sh- uh, prepare a devotion and maybe share it yes. with the family? Yes. And yes. Especially if we know that we're going somewhere, it's neat to have them prepare some ahead of time. And then even as you're driving, if you are driving and you're thinking, oh, look, kids, that beautiful sunset, you can just turn that into a devotion. Mm-hmm. You have your Bible with you. You can just look up, you know, the beauty of the earth, of the glory of God. I mean, there's all thing, anything you look out and see, driving, rocks, you know, even an accident, you can turn that into a devotion and a discussion time. So we'd like to not do the movies, but just be looking around and just, you can turn anything Neat. into a devotion. And do you also use those times to pray for those people you didn't know that were in an accident? Yes. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. Josh is always funny. He's like, no, Mom, I'll pray. You keep your eyes open. (laughs) (laughs) Not to close my eyes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Nancy, thank you so much for uh, being a part of our program that we're doing on children and youth and summer activities and blessings on your family. Uh, And we'll talk to you again soon. All right? Thank you, Kay. God bless. Thank you, Nancy. Bye-bye. Uh, I have a few announcements I want to make, and then I want to continue talking about some activities that you can do during the summer with your children, youth, and family. Each week, Family Shield offers a booklet or resource to our radio listeners. This week, we're offering Parenting Families. To receive the complimentary booklet, call our response center at 1-877-317-4326. Let me give the number again, 877 877- If you want to reach me directly, you can call our office number, which is 314-772-6070. The summer months have been financially difficult for Family Shield Ministries. Our fiscal year ends soon, and we are behind on our budget. 
Would you pray for us? And as the Lord leads, support us with a gift of any amount. Send your gift to Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. You can also give a gift through PayPal. Let me mention the address again, Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. Remember that Family Shield is a listener-supported radio outreach. Also, sign up to receive our email newsletter where you can learn about upcoming programs, guest topics, and some special events that we have in the community. You can go to www.familyshieldministries.com. Thanks for your prayers and financial support. All right, I want to continue talking about some activities for families, especially summer activities for children. And many of these are things that I did with my children when they were young. I'm also a teacher, and I spent years uh, teaching preschool. Uh, And so some of these also come from that. But most of them I did with my own children and uh, family members and friends. And I just think there's some things in this information that would encourage you as a parent or grandparent. And I would just suggest you take one of these ideas and do something on a weekend or during the summer months uh, because strong families take time to be together. Uh, Here's just a few thoughts. Show old family movies. The kids will love to see you as a child. And I know this takes a little bit of time and energy. We have lots of movies and we don't always get them out, but the kids love them when we do. And uh, it's a fun thing to do. Uh, Pack a picnic dinner and let the children play on the playground at the park. It doesn't have to be a fancy dinner. It can be bologna sandwiches Um, something that doesn't need to be cooked, or you can find a little barbecue pit and just do some hot dogs and chips. And then let the children feed the ducks at the park with the leftover bread. You can just make that an activity. Keep your leftover bread, and when you take a walk in the park, let the children feed the ducks. They always enjoy doing that. Make homemade ice cream together and talk. Make homemade butter out of cream and talk. We used to do that a lot with our preschool children because it really takes an extended family to make homemade butter, especially if you're uh, churning it, you know, with one of the, the, with just by shaking. We used to take the cream and put it in a jar where the kids could see it. And then each one would take turns shaking it until it turned into butter. And then we'd put it on crackers, add a little salt, and they just thought this was the best thing in the world to show them how butter is made. Catch lightning bugs together. In your neighborhood, you're going to see lightning bugs, even if you're not in the country. And then make sure you tell them that we're going to let them go. Don't keep them in the jar forever. I know they like to see that, but uh, let them go. Um, We used to do a lot with puppets and um, puppets. A couple thoughts that I had about puppets. I have a whole drawer full of old puppets that we've made. But I would encourage the kids to make puppets. And certainly, I think all kinds of families make puppets out of paper bags. But we would use an old sock. And it was their first sewing experience. Um, How many times do you have a, a sock that you can't find the match to? Well, wash it. And then help your young children sew some eyes on the puppet and a nose and maybe some felt for the mouth. 
and then let them have a puppet show. You know, if they do two or three of these, give them a little bit of time just to pretend and play and then encourage them to put on a puppet show, maybe for the extended family when they're over or for some neighbors. And um, I was thinking about puppets uh, this morning. My husband made a bunk bed years ago, and the bunk bed was on the top, and the lower part of it was for a desk, but then he had a swing door on it that became a puppet theater for the children. Uh, It's now in our attic, but it's still, I didn't let him give it away because it was so much fun to see uh, how much fun the children had having puppet uh, shows with the with the puppets that they made or that we bought. Another activity is just to get some old crayons and do some crayon rubbing on different types of textures: the sidewalk, sewers, bricks, and uh, and uh, anything else you can find outside. The, the children will enjoy uh, that, and it certainly doesn't cost anything. Most of the activities I have here are almost no cost at all, things that you have around the house. Another thing that we would do, and we would use these for uh, devotions as well, is make fingerprint pictures with a stamp pad. And uh, there is a book at the library years and years ago. I got it when I was a Cub Scout uh, uh, leader that showed how you can make different animals and things out of stamp pad thumbprints or fingerprints. It was pretty fun. Um, And I will do a devotion with the children where I'll talk about, let's put your thumbprint on this piece of paper and maybe make a face, make your face, and then talk about how God made each of us unique and special because every person's thumbprint is different. And uh, if you made thumbprint pictures and you made it big enough, you could wrap a present with it. What an awesome idea for a child to do for his grand parent or for a friend. Uh, Fun things to do. Uh, Again, you can also do wrapping paper with uh, uh, potato printing. Use, uh, if you've never done potato printing, you need to do it with the children. You just cut the the potatoes out and cut some shapes in them and then uh, use brown wrapping paper to print designs on the paper. Let it dry and use it again for some kind of gift. Uh, It's creative and uh, helps them, again, see that they don't have to buy everything, that they can make some beautiful patterns themselves with potato print printing. Another fun thing to do is to teach your child an outdoor game you used to play as a child. I remember playing a lot of games that the children don't play anymore today, Mother May I and Hopscotch. In fact, my daughter was telling me that my granddaughter loves to play Hopscotch. I didn't think children played that anymore today, so that was kind of fun to hear that they're still having a good time playing and uh, not just at the computer all day long, but they're actually doing things. You can also teach your child a song from your childhood. One of the vacation places that our family went to year after year after year is Black River Lodge. It's in Lesterville, Missouri, and it's a wonderful family uh, place to go. And one night they always had a wiener roast and song fest, and all the families would gather around and we would sing all these silly songs. And what fun 
and it was probably one of my favorite nights, no matter what age I was, because I began going there when I was like two years old, and my parents went there. And when we went there, my parents went, my family went, my sisters and their children went. But we also made great friends. Uh, So just, uh, again, another thing that you can do is teach children some songs. Um, Do shaving cream finger painting on the picnic table in your backyard or in your kitchen, especially with younger children. It's a fun thing to do. I always tell people finger uh, shaving cream is a is a like a soap, so it is not going to stain anything if it gets on their clothes, and it's easy to clean up. The only thing I tell people is don't use a good wooden table. Use a kitchen table or, or a place that can be washed off. Another thing that we did, with our children as we took a summer bus ride together. It was a public bus because our children didn't have a chance to be on a bus very often. And we always went with another family downtown St. Louis. And we didn't buy lunch out. We took a bag lunch with us and uh, and we would uh, go to the Arch or go to some of the places there. We weren't shopping per se, but we were taking the bus ride. That was the big part of it. And then seeing some things, walking around, having lunch outside at one of the parks in the area, and then heading back home. The kids love to pull that uh, string on the bus because they just didn't have an opportunity to do that very often. Go camping. We went camping often while our children were young, and then later on we we bought a small farm, uh, and uh, I, I guess we stopped doing the camping at that point because we would go up there and camp. But uh, lots of great memories. One was when our church group went on a camping trip to Springfield, Illinois, and it was at the Salem home of President Lincoln. So it was the way things were when he was a child. So it's it's a great place. It's still there. And um, we had such a great time with that church group uh, camp out. Um, some people had tents, some people had trailers, and a few of them stayed in a hotel nearby. But we sang songs around the campfire. The children played volleyball. They ran through the Salem home of Lincoln, which was right there on the campsite, so it was within walking distance. And uh, we witnessed to some couples that were there from Germany. I remember that very well. It was just a fun uh, weekend and uh, great memories that we have from doing that. My husband did a camp out with our two grandchildren on their back porch in Chicago after they got a tent for a birthday for a present. I think it was a Christmas present one year, and uh, no, it couldn't have been Christmas because it wasn't that cold. But it was a small tent, and he stayed out all night with those two children on their back porch. And uh, he told me to mention that today as I talk about this. Plan an outdoor scavenger hunt with several families from your church or neighborhood. Um, This was uh, another activity that we used to do a lot at Black River Lodge, outdoor scavenger hunt. Not going to people's doors that don't know you, but at Black River Lodge, everybody knew the scavenger hunt was going on, and uh, uh, they would come up with some creative things to try to find each year. It was fun. Uh, a, a game that, that I organized several times was water balloon volleyball, and I hope I have time to just share a little bit with you about that. It is something that all ages can do. We had children as young as five and adults. We would 
fill water balloons with water, not real full because they'll break right away, just a little bit of water in each water balloon and tie them shut. And then each team had a sheet on each side. So when the water balloon was thrown over the volleyball net, it doesn't have to be a real fancy one, um, the team would each hold a part of like a single sheet and catch that water balloon in the sheet and throw it back to the other side. Now, eventually, that balloon will break, and that's why it's a summer activity. But it's a fun thing to do with extended family and friends, as long as the older people are very careful of the little children. So uh, that's a fun activity. Plant a garden and help your children learn how to care for it. Tell your child stories about yourself when you were growing up. And as I mentioned earlier, show them movies. There's lots of fun things we can do. Uh, I asked my daughter and son-in-law to recall some family traditions, and I want to just share what they said and and then kind of close the program. Uh, My daughter said, I remember all five of us getting in the car for the evening out, but it was a surprise. Dad would drive into a parking lot, and we would guess where we were going and what we were going to do. And just when we thought we were to get out of the car, he would turn around and go somewhere else. It was never anything elaborate or expensive, just dinner or ice cream or the park to feed the ducks or a picnic. But the surprise was the fun part. And um, my son-in-law said mom would let one of the kids choose the entire menu for no particular reason. I'm sure sometimes it was a birthday or something special, but sometimes it was just an ordinary day. And he said it made us feel special. So these are just some activities. I know that um, uh, birthdays are a time for families to get together. Fourth of July is a great time to get together with family and friends and barbecue. And there's so many other things you can do. One last thing that we would do, we would go every year and float the Black River with family and friends. And we look forward to doing that again. Uh, Again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield, and we've been talking about summer activities, travel activities that you can do, and activities that don't cost much that you can do with your family. To learn more about Family Shield, go to www.familyshieldministries.com and uh, learn more about us. I have a little more time than I thought. I had some uh, just cute stories I wanted to share Um, Uh, Out of the mouths of babes and parents, uh, my grandson, Luke, had the flu, and he was about four years old at the time. And he said, I had to give my cold to Lizzie, that's his sister, because I didn't want it anymore. And I date those fun things that kids say because I forget to what they said if I don't write it down. And uh, I hope that you're writing down fun things that your children and youth say as well so that you can remember them when they get older. Again, this is Kay Meyer with Family Shield. We're glad you've been listening. Uh, We pray that God will bless you and your family. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Family Shield, a production of Family Shield Ministries. Its mission is to educate and equip people through the power of the gospel to know Christ, grow in His Word, and to strengthen individuals and their families. To learn how you can obtain resources or support the ministry, go to www.familyshieldministries.com or write Family Shield Ministries, P.O. Box 230015, St. Louis, Missouri, 63123. And tune in again next week for Family Shield.